Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is September 25th, 2020. I got about uh, five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, this is the 300th episode of the Go Nose Podcast. Um, you know, every time I reach a, uh, you know, a milestone, I do something, I say something. So um, I just want to thank everybody who listens on a daily basis, man. Um, I never started the podcast to be a uh, anything other than just a guy talking about football and other issues. Um, I do want to say that um, I heard that uh, Coach Bowden was in the hospital. I hope he uh, pulls through. They had to remove some cancer spots. Um, I hope everything works out and he can go back to, you know, being the healthy guy that he's always been. Um, I also read on the Internet that Chubba Purdy is practicing on a limited basis. And um, I just hope that he's doing well, man. Um, Joshua Kando, um, day to day, hope he is uh, healing up nicely and um uh, Devonte Taylor. I hope he's healing up the offensive lineman. So, um, so the the lead off segment for this episode is entitled "300 Episode of the uh, Go Nose Podcast." Um, again, you know, December first, two thousand nineteen, after the Florida game, tremendously frustrated. Um, just how could I voice my frustration? You know, I could get on Facebook, I could get on these different social media outlets, or I could just start a podcast and that's where it started. And, you know, I do whatever I can to promote the podcast and, um, you know, that's pretty much it. Um, I, I have a full-time job. I, I didn't start this to try to be like, uh, a, a YouTube sensation or a podcast sensation. If it happens, I would love it. Um, but that wasn't my main motivation. The main motivation was to, uh, you know, get <laughs> get Florida State to win. And it, I just felt like if I could voice my opinion and somebody heard it, it would help. So. To everybody that listens on a daily basis, I really appreciate your support. I hope I'm not bore, boring you to death. Um, I hope whatever I say actually has meaning to you. And again, thank you for listening. So let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, second, and all of these, all of this is Florida State for this ep- for the 300th episode. So no uh, non-Florida State topics. So. The next segment is entitled, Do You Make a Head Coaching Change After a Bad Year? Um, it just depends on how bad this year is going to be. Um, at any second, the season could be over because of the pandemic. So if, if that is the reasoning, then no, you can't fire the guy. 
but if you play a whole season and we suck, then, I mean, you got to make some changes. Um, you know, just some of the stuff I seen in the Georgia Tech game is is uh, inexcusable from a personnel standpoint and personnel placement. And I'll speak on that at the end of this episode. But um, I'm not calling for the man's job. Um, Chubba Purdy is his guy. So once he gets his guy out there, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, he chose Chubba Purdy over Jeff Sims. I mean, a lot of people don't want to accept that, but that's pretty much what he did. And, um, you know, Jeff Sims has looked very good through the first two weeks. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he's Trevor Lawrence, but he's looked pretty good. So we've got a, uh, we've got a tall order coming at us on Saturday. You know, I hope these guys are up for the challenge. You know, these it's the Miami Hurricanes. No, it really shouldn't be any motivation needed for this game. Um, but stranger things have happened. Um, two years ago, we went up there. Um, we we got the wrong end of some some bad calls, and I'm just hoping that that doesn't happen again. So. Um, We'll see what happens on Saturday. Um, but I don't think you I don't think you unless he just doesn't win any games, okay? Which I don't see happening. But only in that scenario would I consider firing the guy. Alright. So let me know what you think about that segment. Um our next segment is entitled Offensive Line Show Some Pride. And I and I, I've been bagging on the offensive line for the you know since the beginning of this podcast. And I'm gonna keep on doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm I will say this. They played okay until I say the fourth quarter. They played okay. We we had an injury. Uh we had a couple of injuries. And that messed us up. But um, we really, really, really need to come into this game from the offensive line uh, point of view and just play a clean game. Attack, attack, attack. Um, then we might be okay. Um, I mean... You had one running play where the offensive lineman knocked LaDamian Webb over. It's just like, it just, it, it, it didn't look right. The offense seemed out of sorts. And, you know, whatever you did on that drive where you just went boom, boom, boom down the field and scored. I mean, the, the bulk of that drive was the, the deep pass to Cam McDonald. And that's just a guy that you got to get more involved in this offense. You know, he's a playmaker. He's, like I said in an earlier episode this week, he's just as talented as uh, Brevin Jordan. He just doesn't get the the um, the um uh, 
I don't want to say attempts. He doesn't get the passes thrown to him like uh, Brevin Jordan does. I think that's his name. The tight end number nine from Miami. I think his name is Brevin Jordan. I could be wrong. Um, If I am, I apologize. I'm not trying to be funny. Um, But the offensive line, my point is, getting back to the offensive line, the name of this segment, the offensive line has to facilitate all of that. Because if the quarterback doesn't have time to throw, it doesn't matter. You could have, you know, unless you got Lamar Jackson or Michael Vick or, you know, some kind of dynamic running quarterback out behind you, you know, that's the only scenario in which I say, okay, your offensive line can be below average and you still might win the game. You got to have that type of quarterback. And we don't have that type of quarterback. You know, Jordan Travis is very athletic, but his arm is, you know, pop gun at best. So the offensive line needs to play better. Point blank. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment is Scary Terry time right now. And he dropped some passes, man. He dropped some passes in that Georgia Tech game that he should that he normally catches. He's normally a very sure-handed receiver. And he he dropped passes. I need better play from you. I, I was impressed with your route running. I really was. I can tell that you put in a lot of work on your route running during the offseason. I was impressed with it. Cause I had you paid as just a go route receiver. Just a deep threat. I didn't I didn't ever think that you would be able to run the route tree. And I was impressed with some of the routes that you ran. But you got to catch the ball. And catching has never been an issue for you until that Georgia Tech game. I you know, this this is this is why you came back to Florida State. For games like these. To show up and show out. And um We we gotta we gotta um we gotta give him time to run his route and we gotta give the quarterback time to get the ball to him. Um now that we know that he can run every route on the route tree proficiently, then that's just you know, to me that's just more opportunities to run the short passing game and take a a a, 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 um, a shot deep to him every so often and just see what happens. Um, you know, but Scary Terry's got to be—he's—he's got to—he's got to be the X factor in this game. Um, too much talent, too fast, great hands. He can run the whole route tree now, and I—I I, I hope he can have a big game and be the difference for us. So, let me know what you think about that segment. Um, last segment for this episode. Ego play calling has to stop ASAP. Okay. And um, drop, dropping Janoris Robinson in the pass coverage, inexcusable. He's arguably he's arguably your best pass rusher, and you're dropping him in the coverage. I saw that and I almost just flipped out, you know, flipped over the couch. How can you how can you explain dropping you no no 
No. 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 You do not drop him in the pass coverage. And I'm not some head coaching football guru, but I know you don't drop your pass, your best pass rusher in the coverage. You don't drop Aaron Donald for the Rams in the pass coverage. Okay? That's I mean, I'm not comparing J Rob to Aaron Donald, but I'm just saying he's probably the best pass rusher on this team. And you don't you don't drop him in the coverage. It's inexcusable. Um what else? You know your offensive line has issues. So why are you running long developing plays? Every every play you run needs to be okay, one, two, three, throw. Turn around, hand off. Screen, bubble screen, reverse, end around, um, fly screen, whatever you, whatever you fly, reverse, whatever it's called. But all your plays need to be quick hitting, developing plays. Nothing that has to put any more pressure on your offensive line that, you know, then 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 um, is already there. Okay, blocking for more than I'd say five seconds is going to end in a sack or uh, the quarterback making a bad decision. We saw this in the Georgia Tech game. James Blackman, for whatever reason, doesn't like to throw the ball away when there's no play to be made. He will hold on to it, hold on to it and throw it into coverage. That's in his 31 games. That's consistently what he has done. So this you first of all, you have to evaluate your personnel. Okay, Travis J, the most athletic person on this team, in my opinion, needs an expanded role. I don't care if you put him on offense, let him run the read option, which is where I would prefer him. Okay. If you want to put him on defense and let him play free safety, okay, because he he's that athletic, athletically gifted. But you you have to get him more involved in the game. You we everybody's seeing how athletic this man is on kickoffs and punt returns. Everybody saw it. So I'm not just saying something here. This guy is a talent, and he needs to be on the field more. So I, I just I just put your ego aside and just call plays to score. Not not to look, you know, good scoring. Just call the plays, man. Okay, when you that little play to uh Helton to score that touchdown against it, that's the kind of stuff you need right there. To get the ball out of Blackman's hands as fast as possible and Get upfield, get yards, get first downs, get touchdowns. That's it. Okay. Um, game day is tomorrow. I'll do uh, I'll do my last little rundown of what I hope to see and how I hope the outcome goes. I mean, of course, I want Florida State to win, but um, I'll just get more into it on tomorrow's episode. Um. Thank you for listening. That concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. 
It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go Knowles. <laughs>